0: When we speak of kashering pots and pans and utensils and things like that, we speak of metal. But earthenware vessels, clay vessels, uh, which in the time of the Torah were very popular, uh, cannot be kashered. Clay vessels and earthenware vessels have a lot of holes in them. They absorb a lot. You can't do hagala on them. You can't put them in hot boiling water and expect... To expel the tam from them. And uh, the Torah says you should break it. You should break it. If it has an Esau in it, in the time of the Torah, if it had to say a Sar Korban in it, you had to break it afterwards. You can't be machsher, something which is made out of clay, something which is made out of earthenware. You can't kasher it. Um, you can't kasher it by using boiling water. In theory, you could do libun. Libun would be burning it. Because when libon would burn out, the time that's been absorbed in the, in the vessel. The problem is that uh, Chazal say, you're not allowed to do a clay vessel because you're afraid it might break, so you're not gonna do the job properly. If you would, in theory, put the earthenware vessel into a, uh, into a, um, uh, a furnace, so then it would be really work. But I don't know how practical that is, and how common that is today, certainly. Um, there are certain situations, I'm just going to mention and but I'm not going to really go into it. If it was there are banan, and maybe then you can do a three times, different posts can say different things. But let's just go with right now that a clay vessel, earthen vessel, you can't kasher. If it becomes trafe, it's trafe. I'm saying all this because this leads up to the discussion about glass. Um, in the time in the Rishonim, there was a three-way machloket regarding glass. One opinion says glass is not like earthenware; it's smooth, it's hard, it doesn't really absorb the tam. And some poskim said that even if we put hot foods, hot food, it could be treif, it could be fleishik, because then followed by milchiks, right? That's also treif. That doesn't make a difference; it doesn't absorb the tam. And uh, in theory. Uh, if it absorbed uh, a trave, excuse me, if, if you use it for trave, all you have to do is clean it. I mean, in theory, you could be able to clean it between Fleshix and milk even hot goods. That is the opinion that's found in the Rishonim. So that's a lenient opinion. The other extreme says no. Glass is made out of sand, just like clay is. So, it might be different in the sense that, you know, obviously, earthenware vessels will absorb much more than does glass. But no, because that glass is made out of the sand, as are earthenware vessels, it has the same deen as an earthenware vessel, and you can't fix it, you can't kosher it. The minute you've used it for trafe you've used it for milks and fleishiks, you have to throw it in the garbage. You're done, you have to break it, throw it in the garbage, you're done. There is a middle way, and the middle way says that, no, glass is like metals. You should keep it separate, fleshix and milchix. And if you have, if they became trafed up, or if you use it for some reason for tray food, you can be makilit in hot water. You do hagalit in hot water. Uh, Generally speaking, the Sfardim were lenient. And some Sfardish supposedly said, and some people had the customs, they would use mamish, the same glass vessels, for both meat and milk. Uh, hot, uh, uh, milk products, uh, hot, hot in the glass vessels. Obviously, you clean it off very well between the fleishes and the milks. But you could have hot fleishes in a glass vessel, clean it off, and then you use it for hot milk. There was a, there was a, there are some postkin I say some because not all lasvarim were mekel. There are postkim who were machmir. But that was generally speaking the more lasvarim shipsak. Ashkenazim were more were more the so poskim were more mach, were more stringent, and poskims and many Ashkenazi poskim say that if I mistake, you use glass once for milchitz, one for fleishik, so you trade for whatever it is, you got to throw it out in its garbage. Now. I saw a very nice idea in the Pidyon HaLacha. He says that you, when you think about it, there's, it really goes makes sense for everybody to go through the middle of the way. Why the the, the 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 middle opinion? Why he says because even when the fire were Mecca when they were lenient, what were they lenient? What type of vessel were they lenient in? In a klisheni. In those days they didn't cook with the glass vessels. The glass wasn't strong enough to cook with. So what did they do? They would cook with something and put and then pour it into klisheni. And the only in the cliche they would uh they would they they, they would use but not a clicheon. And even a Klisheni, as I mentioned, not all the Sephardim were, were lenient. Some of them were and They said you should separate vessels between milchiks and fleshiks. And the Ashkenazi poskim who were much more stringent, agree that Bidi evid, if you cook treif in a glass vessel, then you can't you can kosher it. It's not, it's, not, it's not that he said you can't kosher like the, the extreme other position. He says you could kosher it. And therefore, the, 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 the advice of the Pedi Yalach is to go in the middle and to say... Everybody should separate as much as possible, you should separate the glass vessels, glass vessels for milchik, glass vessels for fleshek. And if by mistake you, uh, caught, you, you cooked, you poured a hot tray into it, or you use a milchik for fleshek, fleshek for milchik, you should do ha'gala. You should do ha'gala on it, put it in boiling water, and that's way it can be cushered.